0: What's going on, welcome to Growing Up Latina. I am your host, Ali V, and I am so excited this week because we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Well, thanks, vegan. Okay, and I'm super hyped because you know how they say the way to a man's heart is through his stomach. Well, the way to Ali V's heart is through her stomach. You guys know I'm a big foodie. I always speak about it on past episodes. How mommy raised me with ensalada de mayonesa, arroz con mangu, You know I eat that every Saturdays. So I'm super hyped to have Liana Blount, the CEO and founder of Black Rican Vegan. Yo, I'm hyped to have you. Thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me. I Appreciate it for sure. Thank
0: you. Let me tell you how I even got introduced to Black Rican Vegan. So last year, um, Ivy Rivera, who was on the show, um, she had like a Friendsgiving, and she sent out a text. And she's like, hey, guys, so we're going to have this Friendsgiving, but everything is going to be vegan. And I was like, I don't know about that. Like, I'm Puerto Rican and Dominican. You can't play with me like that. Like, how do you have a vegan Thanksgiving? And she said, trust me, you're not even going to notice a difference. So then my question is, why are you even telling me? Like, for that, don't even mention it. Let me yeah. just eat the food. I ate the food. Girl, I said, who made this food? She said, black, Rican vegan. Cool. And ever since that day, I started following you. I was reposting. I was obsessed. Still <laughs> am obsessed with your food.
1: Thank you. Like, wow. I raised the best for that. And I remember catering to her that day, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's super supportive. Like, yeah. Golly, um... So, yeah, I'm, I'm really dope that you got to try the food and you was yeah. there to experience that, and now you seem like a long-life uh, customer. Yeah. yeah we'll no, we locked in.
0: <laughs> we locked in. But how how did you even get started with the cooking? And, you know, like I told you before, like, off camera, I did not like being in the kitchen at all with my mom, and she was always telling me, like, make sure you, you, know, you, you spend time in the kitchen, learn how to cook, this is the only way you're gonna get married, and still not there yet. Me either, so. But I do you enjoy like do you genuinely enjoy cooking?
1: Yeah, I genuinely enjoy cooking. I've been cooking since I was like eight years old. And oh my god! I would watch like my uncle and my mom cook in the kitchen, and mm-hmm. at the time like we didn't have social media and stuff like that. So you either I play with my siblings or I go bother my mom and stuff. Yeah. So I would just go in the kitchen, just being a curious little girl that I was, and I don't know it just seemed interesting to me it seemed something fun to do and to put together something that you could eat and you know seemed cool to me and then I started to learn my uncle started to teach me my mom started to teach me I was kind of like self-taught uh, so um it became to a point around like 12 13 years old that I would be responsible for cooking for my siblings because mm. I knew how to cook um, then years later, I started my meal prep business thanks to my friends and my family because I used to just post my food and they're like, "Oh, I want to try it." And mm-hmm. this is when I was like into healthy eating and meal prep, and I was like, "All right, so I'll start meal prep." I did that for four years, and uh, Black Week Vegan started uh, during the pandemic. So mm-hmm. Black Week Vegan was actually idea that i had in 2016 when i first went vegan because mm-hmm. it just seemed fun and at the time it was black or vegan mm-hmm. so i was like oh i'm black or vegan <laughs> i'm vegan now and it seems so cool yeah and, um fast forward to 2020 i think i had more time to be at home and mm-hmm. to showcase my skills and talents on social media so i just started posting just to like have it as a blog but it became popular really fast. And, you know, everyone is home bored and they're just like swiping and they're introduced to something that they probably never seen before. And they're like, yo, I want to try this food.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm like,
1: all right, I'll put out a menu. So, April 6, 2020, we put out our first menu. And now we're one of like the top vegan businesses in Talk about New York City. We yes. travel to Miami. We travel to Los Angeles. We always sell out. We always have long lines. Like, people want this food. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, let, let's take it back, because I felt like you gave us a real, you know, story there with, you know, and there's so many parts that I want to, like, break into. So, first, when you, first of all, where did you grow up?
1: I grew up in the Bronx, New York.
0: Bronx, New York. New York. So, you were one out of how many siblings?
1: Two other siblings. So okay. Three of us. I'm the middle child. So, i have one older sister, one younger brother.
0: Okay. So... Now you're eight years old. You're in the kitchen. This was willingly, like you yeah. just wanted to be in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Now, when you would get in the kitchen, because I know, like, my mom is like this. She actually creates her own meals. Like my mom gets very creative. She could have a limited amount of items in the cabinet, and she'll figure it out. Mhm. Were you like that? Of course. Yeah. You got creative.
1: Yeah, we didn't grow up, you know, rich, and you had to, especially in um, most Latin cultures, like, most of the popular meals are kind of like poor man's meals, like corned beef and rice, and it tastes really good, but corned beef in the store was like, what a dollar, and rice, you know, some grains would be like two dollars, so you have, you know, you have to put something together that could feed the family, and we had a lot of simple dishes. My grandmother, she would just cook potatoes and steak, or just rice Mm -hmm. and an egg, and, that's like a whole that's meal
0: like to the, us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now with with you, you know, getting creative in the kitchen and, you know, now you are hitting an age where you just said you were responsible for cooking for the family. Yeah. Why did you feel like you were like you were that go to person? Was it like out your... of my
1: siblings? I was the only one who knew
0: how to cook. Oh that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my so mom nobody she else was
1: Well, my mom worked all the time and mm-hmm. She she worked and went to school. She was a young mom and um with three kids. So it was hard, you know, she had a weird lifestyle to like balance work, take care of kids and going to school. So we was babysat by everyone. My grandmother, my grandfather, my uncles, like anyone. And um I guess when I got a little older, now she would like leave us in the house alone. And she Mm was like, Listen, I'm not gonna be home to this time. I defrosted this, can you make something for your siblings and yourself? I'm like, Okay. So I'll yeah. Just take on that responsibility,
0: and then the idea of Black Rican vegans. So you're Puerto Rican, um, and yeah, I'm Black and, black and Puerto Rican. Yeah. So
1: my dad's side of the family is Black. They're from the South, mm-hmm. and my mom's side of the family is from Puerto Rico. So Vega Baja and Aguadilla. Ooh,
0: uh, Aguadilla. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time someone tells me that, I'm always like, ah, I think of Hector. Um. Okay. So now vegan, because growing up for me. That wasn't a thing. Like, we were eating Oreos, <laughs> Doritos. I, I don't know if I've even mentioned this in past episodes, but my older sister would literally for breakfast, Doritos and Pepsi was her breakfast. Scary, right? Scary. <laughs> Scary. And that was her breakfast. Like, she was cool with that. I was, you know, at the bakery eating a butter roll. That was my breakfast.
1: That was my thing, too, when I was younger. Yeah. for that butter. Yeah, or a grilled it cheese. Job. Yeah, did the shop.
0: Yeah, so what was, but that's the thing. We never, my mom never spoke to me about, hey, this is the healthy way of eating, mm-hmm. ever. It was like, this is where you're going to eat. And then she always forced me to eat. Like, it's like, you had to eat. I couldn't say, no, I'm good on that. Like, I don't want, no, it's like, no, you have to finish all of your food. So I wonder, what was it for you where you're just like, okay, I want to adapt a healthier lifestyle, and you got intro- introduced to this veganism lifestyle?
1: So uh, when I first went vegan, my friend was a vegan. And this is a time that I was, like, super into working out. I was, like, a little health nut. Um, I was doing meal prep, and um, it was my first time living alone, so just, I was, like, 23, 24, or something like that. And I was at a space now where I wasn't sharing a room with my sister or mm-hmm. my brother, or my mom, and my dad. And being alone makes you reflect on a lot of things. Mm. And I grew up, um, even though I had a loving family, I did go through a lot of trauma. Mm-hmm. And I felt like working out and um, research. I started a research about like holistic lifestyle and how you know food is. Uh, Healing to the body. I was like getting into that, and then I started to learn how the meat was being processed at these farms. Like, a lot of animals were being tortured and mm-hmm. killed, and like in the craziest ways before they're like even put on your pl- plate. Like, mm-hmm. they go through, like traumatic experiences, and s- that kind of like put something in my head that it, it like turned me off completely to mm-hmm. like, eating meat. So, um, my friend at the time, she was already vegan, so she would just introduce me to like vegan. Restaurants or like vegan food or vegan recipes, or she knew I know how to cook, so she's like, Oh, you should try this, and I would just try it. And um, I kind of got creative with it because then you have to learn different alternatives to use to substitute, you know, the meat that you would normally eat with your meal. So now I'm being introduced to chickpeas and beans and greens and mushrooms and quinoa and all this stuff, and I'm already like obsessed with cooking, so now I'm finding. These different, you know, um plants and stuff to cook with, and now it's like getting my creative juices flowing. And I'm showing, I'm taking pictures and showing my friend, like, yo, look what I just made with this. Yeah, and, like we're going like back and forth. So at the time, she, yeah, she was like really supportive to that journey.
0: I think for me though, you know, vegan is not a quote unquote cheap lifestyle. Like you really have to invest into eating healthy. So. What was what was some of the sacrifices for you that you made to then be to be able to invest into a healthier lifestyle?
1: Sorry. So I feel like that might be a little bit of a stereotype because um it depends. I feel like there's different type of vegans and it depends what kind of meals you're cooking at home. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people are buying um vegan meat alternatives, so that mm-hmm. would be, like, beyond it impossible. Right. That's where it gets expensive, when you're buying, like, the vegan meat alternatives. And then a lot of people, they're just cooking with plants. So you're just cooking with mushrooms, you're just cooking with beans and sprouts and grains. And it's actually kind of affordable. Um, right. It's probably, like, the same amount you would pay for buying meat. It just really depends the type of vegan you're transitioning into.
0: There's different... What are the different types of...
1: So it's, like, fully plant-based. You don't eat any processed meats. A lot of vegans, they don't really eat soy. They're not Mm going to eat the vegan meat alternatives. A lot of transitioning vegans, they would eat, like, the beyond meat and the impossible meat, which I do work with as well because it the taste is still familiar but it's just not using animals so okay people are vegan for different reasons like they'll probably just be vegan to be healthy or they'll be vegan just for the animals and the diets are a little different right but um at the time I guess I was like really blessed because I, I was working and you know making an income for myself so I had the options to you know get vegan on you know plants or vegan meat um the prices lately have skyrocketed. Well, it's inflation, so everything. Yeah. So it, it does make, especially as a small business owner, it does make it a little hard to continue service when you're dealing with price increases and in a lot mm-hmm. of the food that you cook with. And then, you know, you don't want to be that person to charge your arm and a leg, but especially uh, Puerto Rican cuisine, it's a lot of components that go into like certain uh, recipes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, you know, like I said before, the, a lot of the food is just going up in prices, and now you have to kind of like pivot and, you know, keep up with the times, or you just you won't make nothing at all.
0: But you make it your business to make your food affordable for your community.
1: It's at a decent price. It's, it's at a decent price. Too plan. affordable right now because of you know the price changes, but it's at a decent price for what I give because we right. have like really great food, really quality food. The lines speak for ourselves. The reviews speak for ourselves. Like. Yeah, you're getting to great I want
0: to, <laughs> I don't even want to interrupt this, but I also want to take a bite of the food because yes. I'm smelling it, and I feel like we should eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so, talk to me about what you just made here. It looks delicious, by the way.
1: So, um, this is something that would be almost, we could be Dominicans too, Dominican, Puerto Rican, you know, during the holidays, even as a young girl before I went vegan, this is something that I will always have during the holidays, so... It'll definitely be potato salad made by my mom, some arroz con gandules made by me, and uh, jackfruit reneum that mm. I have here. Um, in Puerto Rico, we call it reneum. It's like pork shoulder mm-hmm. slow cooked, but uh, to mimic the you know texture and taste, we use jackfruit and we can slow cook it as well. We slow roast it, and you know with just similar herbs and spices and. You probably won't even tell the difference. And then we have, like, just a side of salad, avocado, keep
0: on the healthy tip. Yes. Yes, yeah, it's, it's really good. I'm going to try it. <laughs> I'm going to try it, and I'm just going to keep asking you questions <laughs> while I try this food, if you don't mind. Okay. But you know what I really love, too, is, like, your food has flavor. Yeah. I know you don't want to give away all your secrets, but how are you... Still incorporating this flavor while we are eating. When you
1: think of making meat, right? You have to add flavor to the meat, so you Mm got to treat the plants the same way. You got to add flavor to the plants. There's really no difference. And uh, (laughs) and the basis is is the same. So you got to have your sofrito. You got to have your garlic. You got to have your oil. Your bell peppers. Your aromatics. Your herbs. Everything. Yeah. Thank you. I'm
0: sorry, guys. (laughs) I usually don't eat. Like, no, on I mean, your good.
1: good. I love it. You're good. I'm sorry. My <laughs> <laughs> bad. Go ahead, finish the plate.
0: My <laughs> bad. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what, what am I supposed to do? Oh. But yeah, um, you yeah. know what's the other stereotype as well? Yeah. That being vegan, you lose the protein. Where do you get your protein from?
1: Well, everything you eat kind of has, uh, you know, its own protein in it. Mm-hmm. But for vegans, we get it a lot from the beans that we eat, um, grains, quinoa, tofu, um, soy, uh, soybeans. Like it's in a lot of the foods that we do consume. So I don't think there's a lack thereof. And mm-hmm. you know, there's also other alternatives if you're not big on. How to find it in like food sources. You have like protein shakes, protein powders, vegan ones. So, yeah. Yeah, this is out there.
0: <laughs> what about how you started the company? Because this is interesting. So, you had a full time job. Yeah. I so, had like
1: three of them at the
0: time. Three full time jobs?
1: Not three full time. I had, um, so it was weird. I was kind of like going crazy. So, I was working at a rooftop, I was a bartender. Okay. And then I was working at a school uh, part time, I was doing payroll. And okay. then I was uh, a health uh what's it? Health insurance advocate, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I would just be on the phone lines helping people with like their health insurance. Start out there full time and it was remote. Okay. So like when I was working at my part time job, I'm on the phones and my other job, like <laughs> working and then and after doing those jobs I'll go on the rooftop in the night and bartend. And then during the pandemic, I was only working the school and the health advocate job because, of course, at the rooftop, nobody, you know, social distance. So that wasn't even a thing at the time. So I was still working two jobs and then still doing Black Week and Vegan. So I would do Black Week and Vegan. How?
0: What was your weekends. time schedule like? So I wh- didn't have what no time? time? I just made time. So wait, <laughs> you woke up. Wait, I need to understand scheduling. So you woke up at what? Five, four, six?
1: I woke up at like.
0: I just gave you time. I'm like five, four, six.
1: It, it, dep- it depended on the, um, the day. On the day. Okay. Yeah, so if I had to travel, because I still had to go into the school to do the school stuff. Right. Because we were still
0: in school. Yeah. So this was like a little bit before the pandemic. No, this was during the pandemic. During but the pandemic. I was okay. working
1: under the engineer, So the engineer okay. still had to be in the building and I had to like do payroll for them. Okay, so got it, got it. So I still had to go in. So that was... Two days a week I would have to be there at like eight or nine. And okay. then the other job we started at I wanna say nine AM. So I was up at like seven, eight. Then we would I would finish the day around five and then I would prep. So this is when I was still working at home. So I would like do my groceries and then I would prep. I would do um
0: And this is just you. No yeah, one's helping me. you. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So I would do the
1: pre-ordering stuff on Wednesday. So okay. Wednesdays at 12 p.m., the website went live, everybody would pre-order. There was times that we sold out in five minutes, and I'm at home like, all right. And I would do this on my lunch break at my jobs. So I would... Like, Talking about weekend, making the most of
0: your time.
1: What? <laughs> yeah. I love I, it. I think about it. I don't know what the hell was like. I would not do that now. But um, <laughs> yeah, so on my lunch break, uh, the website would go live, everybody would order, and then after... Work or after 5 p.m., or sometimes if I'm in the school, I would print out all the orders. I would handwrite everything that I had to make, how many, the quantity of how many things I had to make, and everyone's names and stuff.
0: How many orders were you getting at this time?
1: I was getting, I would um, cap it because I was doing everything alone. So okay. it would be about like 30 to 40 orders. Or okay, This is 30 or 40 orders of like five to six different things because I had yeah. so much stuff in the menu. Right. Um. Yeah, so I would cap it. And then uh, Saturday and sometimes Sunday. So I have one day for pickup, one day for delivery. So Saturday, you'll come pick up the food if you want to pick up. And then Sunday, or I think sometimes it was the same day, I started like playing with it because it started to get overwhelming.
0: And you were doing the pickup and the delivery.
1: Yeah. So at this time, I was doing the deliveries by myself. So yeah.
0: you were literally like a one man shop. Like it was you, like yeah. just you. Okay, so you did the men, you created the menus, you ran the social media, you did the pickup and deliveries, yeah, cooked the food, you cooked the food, the food, you prepped the food, yeah. and you got two jobs going.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I don't think I ever spoke about this. One. <laughs> like I spoke about I'm doing like, everything alone, but like the two job things, I don't think I have spoken about
0: that. I mean, because that's like that's that's not a small thing. Like that's to incredible. Me it was like all right well,
1: you gotta get it done I'm the type but there's person, something that kept it, you going though right I think it was just like the the support and love and like just the the i don't the amazement that people had like for the food and i was like shocked i'm like yo people wanna buy my food they want to try this They like it was like yeah. such an amazing start and it was uh, you know i'm still very humbled and like just to, from starting in my apartment just to get to where we at now it's still like kind of wow. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And then I still feel like I'm not doing enough. Everyone's like, are you crazy?
0: <laughs> yeah, Well, because I feel like your business has grown organically. Yeah, It's been like word of mouth. Like I said, you know, how I heard about you and then I'm like, oh, I need to have her on the show because this is amazing. So I think you, when I look at you, I'm like, wow, this is like a real organic growth. This was nothing that I mean, we saw the the growth, and it seemed like it happened from one day to the next, but mm-hmm. now that you're speaking about it, you're like, no, I've been doing this for a little minute with two jobs, and yeah. when did you start building a team, or do I, you even have a team in place right now? I have now? a
1: small team. It's about okay. uh, three or four of them, so they would help me with prep, and they definitely help me with pop-ups, and they're pretty incredible. Like, I'm really proud that we built, like, a strong team, because i like, a lot of people will come up to me and they're like, yo, like, I don't know how you do it. You have these staff and they're yeah. all so nice and they know what they're doing. Like, a lot of people can't really do that. And I'm like, I think it's just because I have open communication transparency with my mm-hmm. team. Like, I talk to them about everything. If it's rough, I'm like, yo, it's rough right now. If it's going great. It's like, they get it. Like, I'm not a type of person to tell them what to do. I'm working with them. Like Yeah.
0: How do you stay sane? Because I know for me, entrepreneurship has been Quite of a journey. Um Sometimes I'm like, do
1: ah. I stay sane. I don't, <laughs> I don't stay sane. No? I cry for a couple days, and then I got to get back up and dust yeah. off my shoulders and keep it going. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sane. <laughs> I'll be having my moment. She's I'm like, like, I'm, I'm just smiling myself. it, smiling yeah, all the way you, through. You got to keep going. Like, I sacrifice. Like, I don't even work my little job um, anymore. because. What was that busy.
0: like? Like, just quitting? Because I I, I was in that situation, and it was very fearful. But, like, that moment that you actually decided. Yeah, one of them
1: was hard because I really liked the job. It was the um, healthcare advocate stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, they had me as a temporary position, and then they wanted it. I did it for two years. So the first year I did it, I did it temporary. Then they said they couldn't keep me because COVID hit and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So I was like, all right. Then they called me back next year, like, hey, can you do it again for temporary? And I was like, okay, I agree. And um, this is when Black Whitney Vegan was um, doing a little more. And yeah. we were traveling to Miami, so... I wanted to keep it, and in my head, I was like, maybe I could travel to Miami and still work it remote and do the pop ups in the
0: night. You were really ambitious. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) maybe I could still keep my job, cook, (laughs) deliver. Like, I I was gonna try
1: to do it, but I was like, (laughs) it's 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 not gonna work out. So, like a week before, I had to go to Miami. Like, I told them, I was like, hey, I really want to follow my dreams. I love this job. There's nothing wrong. Because they would hit me. HR was like, are you sure? There was nothing wrong. Like, we wanted to keep you perfect. I was like, no, no, no. Everything was great. I just, you know, I, I don't want to. That's like, powerful, take though. This risk, yeah. So, you
0: told them, I want to follow my dreams. I did. Like, wow. I thanked
1: all of them. I was going to be, you know, nice and humble about it. That was a great job. I didn't have any issues with it. So. Um, it was kind of hard, but I just knew that I had to put all of my time in Black Beauty especially going to Miami, which was such... It was like my first other state pop-up, and it was... Oh, my God. It was such a crazy experience.
0: Why? And, oh. She's like, where do I begin? <laughs> and
1: it was the, it was <laughs> the first like, time I did a Sorry. pop-up on a food truck. So many people came out.
0: Um, and you were not expecting that?
1: I was not. The the Where did you run out, cool out of food? Bonus? Um did i i think we was okay okay
0: because i'm like oh, that's a real problem. problem
1: yeah i think we. were okay because okay, i kind of over prepped i was like it's my first problem we gotta yeah yeah we gotta prep so much food so i, I think we was okay um the food truck is no joke though like it almost blew up on us
0: um, what
1: yeah so my friend, what
0: <laughs> What do you, you out mean?
1: melissa She got a new grill installed while I was there, and I guess they didn't explain how to turn it on, so they would turn on the gas, and I guess she was lighting the wrong thing, and her chef was lighting the wrong thing, and it blew up, and his hairs Mm. on his legs was all burnt off. And then you just see like a fire. Oh in the truck. my god! I don't and really, I'm standing there. I like, hate
0: that I'm laughing right now. No, no. Because this was this is a tragedy. Yeah,
1: I, this was <laughs> like two hours or an hour right before we had to start service, and you know a lot of people already pre-ordered. So where's mm-hmm. I'm looking at the truck like oh no, this is not going This is not gonna happen. So
0: on my first wait. pop up,
1: so they turned whatever off, and then they tried again. Boof, it went off again. He got burned again. Oh. He had to go home. So I was like, damn, we don't got a chef now. <laughs> oh, my God. So people are coming at the right They're coming earlier. We're like, yo, give us an hour, give us an hour. She called the people, they they figured (laughs) out how to work it. So then we started an hour late, people came. This
0: is crazy.
1: I was down one guy, but we still, we still put out the food, we still made it happen. Oh my God.
0: Did you even release this on social media? Like, you don't know what we just went through?
1: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I was just like, "Yo, like, we was having truck issues and...
0: We had to start late Oh, my God. Was that, like, the most traumatic thing you went through since becoming a business? No. (laughs) There's more? There's more. What else? There was
1: so many times. There was so many things. Like, I would, it was, like, to a point that I was, like, every time I have a pop-up, I think I'm just...
0: Hola, mi gente. Please excuse this interruption, but I have an exciting product that I must tell you all about. It is called Luisa. Loisa is a Latin-owned business bringing puro sabor to the Latin kitchen with upgraded seasoning, blends, spices, and cooking sauces, plus upgraded kitchen tools designed for Latin cooking. Their signature trio of organic sazon, organic adobo, and sofrito, which are 100% non-GMO, are made with organic ingredients, bringing bright, complex flavor to both classic dishes like arroz con andules and everyday meals like roasted veggies. Loisa is the best alternative to big brand sazón, adobo, and sofrito because their seasonings don't have any artificial dyes, fillers, or additives. It's time to make that switch, gente. Driven by their love and support for la comunidad, Luisa does good outside of the kitchen too. Each month, 2% of sales are donated to an organization fighting for social justice through their 2% for justice commitment. Latin food and flavors are healthy when the ingredients used are made with sabor puro and not basura. Visit Luisa.com slash GUL and use the promo code GrowingUpLatina10 or click the link below to get 10% off of your Luisa seasonings and cooking tools. Now, back to the show.
1: It's cursed. Like, no. Like, we did Regandale, New York. Our first vegan in New York. And we just bought last minute, because I forgot to rent them earlier. And I didn't think it was going to be so hard to rent fryers. Mm-hmm. But there was two big events going on that weekend. I think it was Governor's Ball or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then it was Regandale. So, I guess all the people rented out fryers. And mm-hmm. I called, like, 20 places. They were like, sorry, sorry, sorry. We don't have it. We don't have it out. I'm like, okay, we got to buy fryers." So, last minute, I spent like 3500 to buy two fryers. Ugh. We bought them vegan dale. We found out where fryers work. Yeah. What? So, our home menu was pretty much fried stuff.
0: Oh, my like, God. Where
1: my mom is leaving the event, my cousin's leaving the event to try to find certain pieces for the fryers. And come to find out all the pieces we think that we needed. It, that wasn't an issue. The issue was they sold me Fugazi fryers. These were um, for restaurants. That didn't take propane. It was like you have to hook it up to like a connection whatever. These were the outside fryers, and that's why they weren't working for us. So this girl, God bless her, she hit me up. She was like, yo, I'm a vegan. now. I'm in a food truck. If you need to use my fryer, you could. That's the food dope. truck was all the way across the park, but my team, one by one, would take some food to go um, fry it and bring it back, and we would just sell that. And then we couldn't do it anymore because um, her line got too busy. Uh, we started telling everyone, and they just started buying food from us raw. They was like, yo, I'll buy it, and I'll just cook it at home. And wow. Yeah. So I was like, that's oh God, dope.
0: God. <laughs> yeah. That's really good.
1: Yeah. So I was like, thank God. And maybe thank God it was me because I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't wish that on nobody else. Like, my yes. heart sunk to my ass that day. Like, I never. Like, you know how you feel a heartbreak? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt like a heartbreak 10 times. Like, wow. My heart was so hurt. I was so hurt. Like, and then people would bring that day up, and I'm like, please. I'm like, but that's a
0: true testament to, like, you have loyal customers. Like, yeah. you have people that really bought your food raw and said, you know what, I'm just yeah. going to make this at home.
1: Yeah, that day showed me, like, how, how blessed I, I was to have, like, the customers that I have. Like, And they know I love them. They know. And yeah, that was insane. That was insane. And then next year, but this year we did vegan and uh uh-huh. we prepared and we sold food and we had like almost the longest line there. And yeah, everyone was like, I was so mad you had the longest line and it was a three hour rate and I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, at least we have food to sell, but you know, it's always going to be something. Yeah.
0: So you always choose, like, a different location. Is it every Sundays? I feel like it's every Sundays when I'm watching this go down on social so, media. So
1: Dale, they do the event once a year in uh-huh. different states. So uh-huh. that's where I had the issues at. And then every Sunday, we did Smorgasburg. And yes. the pop-up season is over now. They did that. We did that from April to October. And, um... That was pretty cool. We did the one on Saturdays, too, in Williamsburg, but it was a little slow, so we didn't keep up with it. But Prospect Park, was they showed my love. We built, like, a little family there. We definitely love to be there. Um, And then we'll do, like, uptown night markets. That's Mm -hmm. like, either the Thursday out of the month, or we was doing the BK night markets, which was the last Mondays out of the month. So we would just be in certain places. Not everywhere, because we did get a a lot of requests to do, like, pop-ups, but since we i keep saying we like it's the whole church since i built <laughs>
0: business, you have a team yeah, but yeah school.
1: but since i built it to a point like you know i had to feed my team and stuff like that so we started to be like a little more selective and mm-hmm. who we work with and mm-hmm. what um pop-ups we chose to do
0: yeah so, how do you prep for the holidays now? So, you, you don't you do pop-ups for the holidays and you just start, like, how yeah, does so that work for you? We have our
1: last pop-up next Thursday in Harlem. Mm-hmm. And then for the holidays, we start to bring back, like, our bundles. So, it will be, like, a sofrito and a half dozen of pasteles. Mm-hmm. We'll have, like, three different flavors. Um, we'll start with coquito and... Love that. Yeah, so right now, before we was doing, like, one day of service, but right now we're working on three, so we could like, keep fulfilling the demand. Mm-hmm. And we'll just be like, hey, you go order on Uber Eats. We'll be on Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, all that good stuff. Or they could just come to the kitchen and order there. And just pull up. Pick up, yeah.
0: Dope. You know what was a proud moment for me when I saw this on the gram? Was when Lizzo shouted you out. I was so proud. I felt like I knew you. Like, I was like, yes, she got it. What was that moment like for you? I was, okay. And so how did that even start? You sent her food? Like, what so was that?
1: she was on TikTok, uh-huh. and I'm always on TikTok, but I was at the <laughs> kitchen this night prepping. Mm-hmm. And... um. She came to New York and she was like, I'm looking for a plantain sandwich. And she had got one from I don't know who knows where and she didn't like it. So she was like, I need a plantain sandwich. So when she said that, for some reason I felt like she was talking to me. Right. Like I felt like she was looking for me. I was like, <laughs> she Lisa was looking for me. She wanted me to reach out to her. I know that for a fact. So I, I hit up I hit her up on Instagram. I hit her up on um. TikTok. I hit up my other friend who actually catered to her before, and I was like, "Yo, can you please help me out?" So he DM'd her for me, and um, I got a call the next day, and it was a Cali number. And I was in—I still remember—I was in the deep freezer in my commercial kitchen. We was getting food to go to a event to go to Smorgasburg, I think. So I'm in the middle of the deep freezer, and I get a Cali number, and I'm with my employee, and I'm like, "Y'all getting a call from Cali?" I was like. This is Lizzo. And she was like, Yes, it is. I said, this is You
0: said that to yourself. Yeah, this I didn't even know it was
1: Lizzo, but I was like, I think this is Lizzo. <laughs> so I pick up and she's like, Hi, is this Liana? I'm like, Yeah. She's like, Hi, this is Dosh, Lizzo's assistant. And I'm in a freezer, like, I was like oh yes um hi she's like yeah so we want to get your food I'm like yeah I'm gonna be available even if I'm not I'm gonna be <laughs> available <So laughs> yes, right. She, she, I was like what does she want she's like I don't know she's looking at the money I was like don't worry I got her cause I already knew she liked plantains and all that good stuff so I was like I know she wants the plantain sandwich I'm gonna give her that I gave her Barcelona I
0: gave her um
1: chopped cheese egg rolls a, a chichi platter empanadas I gave her so much stuff yeah I was
0: like, she's going to taste eat. everything. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. I
1: didn't charge her nothing. I was yeah. like, she's going to get this food. Yeah. So um, she sent me the information on where to drop it off, and I dropped it off, but I didn't get to meet her. So that's what, like, began my uh, anxiety because, um, I don't know, in my head I had this expectation that I was going to meet her. and I was yeah. gonna be zah, da, da, da. It didn't work out like that. I got to the spot. I had to leave it with someone. They was going to take it to her Photos. I think it was, like, two or three days. I could not sleep. Like, I was um. tossing a turning. I was like, I don't know if I fed Lizzo. What if someone tra- uh, prank me? What if, what if, like, they got my information from something else? Like, I thought I fed some stranger. Right. So then I think it was, like, that weekend. This was, like, she just dropped special. She was in New York doing, like, uh, uh Good Morning America, all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. she was, like, doing a lot. And then I was really happy because when I dropped off the food, I saw three days later, because she had posted it, that she took the time out to eat the food and review it, and then posted it on TikTok, and um, her assistant sent me the video, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so oh I sent it to God. everyone I know. I was like, yo, let's eat my food. And, yeah, that was an epic moment, and then it got even more crazier, because, like, a week or two later, um, I'm just home out of my business, and then my friend, I, I haven't spoken to him in so long,
0: mm-hmm. like, I don't...
1: I was like, why is he messaging me on Facebook? So he, like, <laughs> sends me a message on Facebook, and he's like, yo, Lizzo just shouted out on Hot Ones. I said, you are lying. <laughs> he was like, no, for real. Like, I'm really proud of you. And he goes, to be exact, it's like the 10-minute thing. Oh, he
0: time-stamped it for yeah, you. <laughs> I was like,
1: anyway. wait. Well, I was like, no, I'm going to watch the whole thing. And then I was like, no, I'm not. So we <laughs> fast forward. And uh, uh, Sean Evans, he's like, yeah. So about the plantain sandwich, you was looking for the best one in the world, have you? How's that? How's that journey been or your hunt and whatever? She goes, yeah, I had a really good plantain sandwich at Black Vegan Vegan. And then she described that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, that that's was like amazing. A, a insane moment because I do watch hot ones too, and it was like, wait. She shouted me out, huh, what? Like, it, it was surreal. I was in my house screaming. I was like, yeah, I think my neighbors think I'm dying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, my it was, God. It was
1: a crazy moment. It was a good. And shout out to Lizzo. Like, she, she's such a, like, genuine, like, humble, like, supportive person. Like, for real.
0: You have to meet her. Yeah. I feel like we need to make this happen for you.
1: Maybe. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Who else?
0: Like, what other celebrity would you want to, like...
1: So many, yeah. I, I feel like, and I always tell people this, like Cardi B, because I feel like she has an eclectic food palette. Like Cardi B eats anything. Like she, she be eat vegan food sometimes, but I'm like, I think because she hasn't had my vegan food, but right. she eats like squid and eyeballs, and <laughs> I'm know. like, she would definitely yes. like my food. Like, yes, she does. Um, Bad Bunny, like just for the culture, like he has to, like he has to try it. Um. Who else? Rick Ross, because I've just always been inspired by his hustle. I like his boss movement. And um, DJ Khaled, because I like his energy.
0: Mm. I feel like that's like a whole dinner table. Yeah. Like, imagine if you just had all of them.
1: That would be awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I would want to produce this for you. (laughs) I feel like I want to set this up. Now, talk to me about your social media, because that's also been like a huge thing for your business. How do you know what to post, when to post, the pictures you're taking, like
1: so, when I was taking the pictures, I was I bought like these little replica surfaces mm-hmm. in my bedroom when there was natural light. Took my iPhone out and click 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 and posted it. So I don't have like a professional camera. I don't have a professional. You don't have like camera. a
0: social media calendar going for yourself. Like I'm gonna post this today. I'm gonna
1: no, do. I just be like, what I told myself is I have to post every day. Like I have to yes. stay consistent. So I always had to have something. In my story.
0: <laughs> I'm to, laughing because my producer is always telling me that you have to post every day, sure. but it's not my thing.
1: Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's so a lot hard. Of work. It's it's very overwhelming. Um, even like if I miss a day or two of posting, I'm already like anxious. And I'm like, oh my god, like they forgot about me already. Like I get crazy about it. Yeah. I like I need to post every day. So now every point, day. Like. I get so much footage now even if it's like customer feedback or if I'm in the kitchen I'll just you could just make content out of anything now you, right you do a couple shots put it as a reel put a song over it and then you got content so I just start making stuff up or I'll just be like if I'm with my team I'm like yo what's, what's popular on TikTok what sound is popular let's make something or um, I'm doing a new dish let's just post it or let me my thing is, is it always has to be a call to action so it's like I'm gonna post this dish, and I'm gonna be like, "All right, well, if you want this dish, or if you want to learn how to make it, or if you want this recipe, buy my cookbook here, or go on the website this time, or subscribe to the mailing list. Like, get something, get the people something to do, right? It, you know, instead of just looking at the picture."
0: You're right. Another real moment for you was you manifested your book. Yeah, that was a big moment. So you put up this post on social media, and you said, "This is just for manifestation purposes only." So it was like, this was just for you, you had, it was a picture of you, and then you put Black Reek and Vegan Cookbook. Yeah. And then, a year later, you reposted it, and you said, I'm coming out with a cookbook. Yeah. That's that was, crazy. That's crazy. And I didn't even So realize. you believe in, like, manifest, I mean, of course you do, you you manifested the book. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah. do you do that often, where you mm-hmm. just, yeah? Even
1: with Black Vegan, I told you, it was a thought I had in 2016, and- I remember my mom was talking to this guy, he was in my house, and I was just, like, chatting sometimes, like, I, uh, I'm i a dreamer, so I would, like, just start talking and get excited about saying, yeah. so I was like, yo, Patrick and vegan, like, it's gonna be a big thing, and it's gonna be so controversial, and it's gonna be everywhere, and, you know, like, can you, like, envision it, and all that stuff, and, yeah. like, Four years later, it is a big thing. Um, And the same thing with the cookbook. A lot of people kept asking me for a cookbook. And I'm like, well, I don't know nothing about how to do a cookbook, but, you know, I could try. And I kind of told myself, like, I'm not going to rush myself into a cookbook. I even did, like, funny memes about it. Like, y'all keep asking me for cookbooks. I'm not going to rush one. Mm -hmm. And... um, Something like in my soul was just like, just wait, just wait. You're gonna get a book deal. You're you're gonna get a book deal. Something's gonna happen. I don't know. Something's gonna happen. So I waited, and I almost like did it on my own. My friend at the time, she was doing one on her own, and then she was like, giving me resources to all the people like she was doing it with. So I was considering that, but I'm like, I'm not too sure. So I kind of I made that post. I left it alone, and then I had gotten an email from a. Uh, book publishing company, and it was like, hey, we want to, you know, help you write a cookbook, and...
0: Crazy. It,
1: it didn't even feel real. I was like, I don't know if this is the real deal. I don't know. I'm scared That's and insane. Yeah, like
0: the... I would have looked at that and said, is this a spam? Is yeah, this really happening? Yeah, I
1: didn't even... Like, she had... We had the FaceTime call and everything, Wow. I'm, like, so stoic, because I don't know whether to believe it or not, and then I think once we saw the contracts, and then once she had me, like, send, like, sample recipes, it started to get real, and then... What made it super super real was, um, I think it was like a month ago. I was just randomly on Google. I had to change the times on my business thing because I'm like, okay, I need to start delivering pickup, so I need to change like my Google time. So I mm-hmm. Google myself, Black Vegan Vegan, and I have like three pages of like just Black Vegan Vegan stuff, my right. reviews, all my stuff. So then I see a link and it says, Oh, Barnes and Noble is Black Vegan Vegan. I'm like, wait, what? So I click it. And it's my cookbook. And it's oh like, oh, available God. for pre-order on Barnes and Nobles. I was like, wait, what? It's available oh already? God. like. And it's like, oh, cover to be revealed because we haven't did the cover yet. We're still doing photos. Yeah. So I was like, oh, like, I have a cookbook. I have a cookbook right now. What the hell? Oh then I checked God. on, Sutton told me to check on Target. So I checked on Target. The book was on Target. And then... People started to pre-order the book already, and then someone sent it to me. They're like, "Oh, it's on Amazon too!" I'm like, "Oh my god, it's on Amazon!" Too. It's everywhere. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah, that's what made it like super, super real for me. So, what are some
0: of the things we can find in the cookbook?
1: Um, the most amazing recipes. You'll ever Ooh. See.
0: <laughs> Heard you. Nah, it's very
1: like nostalgic. It's a lot of storytelling. I talk about a lot about my family. I took a lot about the dishes and. You know the the taste and what you're gonna be like excited to make. It's very innovative. It's like a lot of unique you know meals that are being prepared and mind blowing meals. Um, yeah, it's it's Black Reggae vegan stuff. It's a lot of good stuff. It's colorful. Yeah, it's, it's everything you want. So wait,
0: are you still no? I feel like you have the cover now, right? It's that the turquoise. I saw something on the ground. Oh, yeah. Okay, so they put that. So that's like the temporary cover. Okay, but we don't have well, cover I love it. that too. I th- I was like, oh, that's colorful. <laughs> I love it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. All right. Can we, sure we get a little? It. Yeah. What 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 are you thinking of for book covers? I
1: think I just might have like a certain couple of like dishes. Like, okay. You know, like a table setting, and then you know, black, red, and bold letters.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm sure this is not like the end of what you would want to do. So you go from cooking to now author, like legit yeah what else Everyone's
1: I f- asking me for a restaurant so we might do something small and cute
0: yeah where
1: um that we don't know yet because we was really going hard to try to be in the bronx but it hasn't really been working in our favor just due to like the economy and what's available and just the stuff we have to probably do to like get one mm-hmm. um, i feel like if we start somewhere else first we could always expand and come back to home so yeah, I was really stubborn on doing something in the Bronx, but I'm starting to realize that I might not be in my favorite.
0: I so. feel like the Bronx needs it.
1: Oh yeah, it definitely do. It definitely do. I, I definitely know that.
0: But um I feel like you you know, and it's it's one of those things where we don't have enough of it. When we do see like vegan spots, it's like very Far and in between, like you just don't see it. So I think having something that is a direct representation of you, your community, to service that, I think that'll be dope. Yeah. I feel like we we should help you with this <laughs> process because we need it. We need it in the Bronx. You know, we don't. We just don't have it. We don't have those type of resources. So something that you know, if not the Bronx, where else?
1: Harlem, or Brooklyn. I like Harlem. Yes, close. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: I like Harlem. All right. I have a few questions for you. Well, what advice would you give for people who want to make the shift into veganism?
1: I would just say take it day by day. So just start slow. Like, just start to swap out little things. If you use mayonnaise, just use vegan mayonnaise. If you use, I don't know, if, when you make your rice, instead of using, like, the chicken bouillon or something, just make it without it. Like, start small
0: hmm What's your favorite dish?
1: Ooh, it's hard. I have a lot of favorite dishes. She's
0: dish. like, everything.
1: No, seriously. I love my empanadas. I empanadas,
0: love your empanadas. Very, very bomb. They're so good.
1: They like transport you back to like yeah no it's really good like yeah I'll tell you it's like a like you're eating a bunch
0: of we was literally fighting at Ivy's um <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving we was fighting for your empanadas that's crazy it was like that one last <laughs> love we were like nah we are gonna have to div- divvy this up yeah, everyone can take a
1: bite eat. yeah he says
0: no. <laughs> um have you ever made something that didn't hit
1: um yeah
0: what yeah, was it a
1: couple things um one of them that i tried to do was like a jerk chicken mm-hmm. but um the method was okay the jerk sauce that i used was way too salty and overpowering and mm-hmm. at the time i didn't realize that i was supposed to mix it with something mm-hmm. or like dilute it yeah i used like almost the whole jar to make these things and they were just so salty and i didn't even realize and people was like "Yo, I love you but no this ain't it <laughs>
0: Like, yeah uh, yeah I hear you all right what is one dish you could eat multiple times a week and not get tired of it um a banana. I was gonna say that too like empanadas for me
1: well, it's the mushroom burgers I love chickpeas because you could do so much different stuff to it curry roasted saute um I don't know. do
0: yeah, got a couple of things. Okay. Um and just cuz there's a lot of entrepreneurs that watch this show, what would you say is something that you learned from in terms of like you made a mistake, maybe it was the operation of your business, the system behind it. What was a mistake that you've made that you learned from it? I'm, I'm going to take a little bite I mean, while you think like, about yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like, it's, I feel like
1: you know, it's a couple mistakes. You uh-huh. And this is the thing, you don't, especially as a first-time like small business owner, you don't know what you're getting yourself into. You're mm. going to make a lot of mistakes. I would just say don't be hard on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. You might hire the wrong people, and then you have to, unfortunately, fire and rehire, and that could be a pain in the butt. Um you might get too passionate about your food, and when you get a bad review, you want to hit them with the Twitter fingers, and mm-hmm. you gotta scale back and realize you're a business owner, and this is not what we do. <laughs> right. So, um, yeah, I would just say, make the mistakes, but learn from them quick, and mm-hmm. move forward, and do better.
0: How open are you to like creating new dishes?
1: I'm super open. I create yeah. new dishes like every week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. Fire. <laughs> um. Okay. These are, like, some quick ones. Okay. Sell me you're Latina without telling me you're Latina. Uh, I don't know. There got to be something. There got to be something. Like, something
1: I do or a phrase? I don't know.
0: Well, we had had Jaleesa on the show, and she was saying, like, talking with her hands.
1: Oh, I do that a lot. I think mm-hmm. I'm chill because these chairs got like I feel restricted. So I'm like this. <laughs> but I'll be like this most of the time. Yeah. Um I say like dawa. Like now, someone well. will be talking to me, I'm like what dawa? Mm-hmm. And I don't realize I'm doing that. Or yesterday I was hanging out with someone and they told me they were telling me a story and I was like, Alright bendito. They was like, You say bendito? I was like, Yeah You was, don't? <laughs> <laughs> you don't or I measure like my rice with the spoon in the middle, which like I feel like I don't really need to do it, but it's like out of habit. Well, you put the, the spoon,
0: you're talking about the rice spoon in the middle? Yeah. Well, I'll hey, I'll mom. The what is that? The
1: pot. It's what supposed do? to like check for the water.
0: Oh, I was wondering why mommy did that. Yeah, so I thought she was doing some brujería like some or something. It's I'm it's like, what is she check doing? the water
1: measurement to show that you have enough like water in the rice wow. to cook the rice, but I feel like that don't always work. Um, I always have sofrito at home. I don't know. I don't know how to really say. I think it's just more of Something
0: I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What protein or dairy products do you miss the most now that you are vegan? Sour cream? It's
1: weird. But I don't know. It adds a little... (laughs) Okay. I like, i will eating tacos, and then you a little dollop of sour cream. They have vegan yeah. sour cream now, so I guess it's okay. But, like, the sour cream just adds a little extra, like, I don't a know. A little fat girl stuff, you know? I don't <laughs>
0: know. <laughs> what ingredient do you go through the most? Sofrito. Right? I feel like that is a necessity. Yeah. In I the Spanish it, like, household.
1: all my dishes, so, yeah, it's, it's sofrito. Yep.
0: and what's one thing you would want to leave for your audience your fans something that you would want to leave behind one little message that you would want to tell them
1: pre-order my cookbook
0: that's right <laughs> that's right
1: <laughs> pre-order my cookbook is available for pre-order Amazon, Barnes & nobles, Target anywhere you can buy books and um, be open to veganism it's not as hard as you think and um yeah, try Black Rican Vegan. I mean, the food is really nostalgic. It will transport you back to your grandma's house, and we have we serve a little bit of everything, and it's fun and it's delicious
0: and it's good. And you're supporting someone's dream, so much dreams. Yes. Shout out to Black Rican Vegan, Liana. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So much fun. Honestly, like I'm gonna eat all of this yeah. now. I'm gonna be on my... Thank you so much. You're the thank best. You. Yeah. Oh, happy Thanksgiving.